You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. We live. <laughs> it's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day, local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen. We're free and available on all platforms. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and now even YouTube. You can follow Whoa. us on. What? Shouldn't be saying that. Shouldn't be saying no, YouTube. Um, no, that was. I'm sorry. That was an. That wasn't a. Um, that was an excited whoa. <laughs> oh, I thought that was. It seemed very. That was a deadpan. Joey Lawrence. Okay, more, more Joey <laughs> yeah. Lawrence in your voice. There we whoa. go. It, it seemed very deadpan, and I didn't even know if you said no. It was like, wait, do we have YouTube problems now? So we can still go to YouTube, and people need to still watch us then? Yeah, we're li- actually, we're live on YouTube right exactly. now. So oh, um, that's exciting. We've got a lot of people already up in the chat because I posted this early. We're using some new technology. I've got chats already to share. Uh, we can get to those in a moment, but I'm, just, I'm pumped up. And I, you're right, that woe that I just gave yeah. was not representative of how excited I actually am to be live here with all of the uh, Locked On Hornets fans. I like your scarf today, Doug. Honeycomb. You know, you're the second person. (laughs) You're the second person to compliment my scarf. The the young woman in the donut shop that I visited this morning also complimented my scarf and did not know anything about the Hornets. Well, you're styling, and I appreciate you doing that for us today. You can follow us on Twitter, Walker Mail, Doug Branson, LOH, David B. Walker, and at Locked On Hornets. So we're going to unfortunately be talking about a couple of Charlotte Hornets all-star snubs. We'll start off with LaMelo in the first, then we'll get to Miles Bridges. We do have some good news regarding Miles Bridges and something he said with how long he wants to play here, though. Then we'll get to the LaMelo Ball shoe experience for Doug Brands because it's something he wanted pretty desperately, wanted to talk about it. I think the last time we were on all together, and who better to talk about all of that with Doug than David Walker. David, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing guy. awesome. I'm doing awesome, guys. This is it. We've got All Star. We've got shoes. We've got snubs. You got trades. We're not even talk trades today. There's too much no. stuff to talk about. No, we're not talking trades. It does feel weird. Should we mention a trade? Just we should, to... let's talk. We'll talk of one trade. One maybe. <laughs> got to have one. Yeah. Got to have some kind of mock trade in there or some fake trade proposal. Um, let's start with Lamelo Ball, who did not make the All Star game. More surprising to me than Miles, and so that's why I guess we'll start there. Here are the reserves. Why? Why? Why is it more surprising than Miles? One, LaMelo is more popular. There is the LaMelo Ball Hive. I thought that that group would work together along with just mm. everybody that likes the game of basketball. It doesn't have to be just the LaMelo Ball Hive. LaMelo mm. is a popular player because he is so fun, because he right. is so legitimately good. And I think my surprise, you're right, Doug, maybe should be tested as the last month occurred because it wasn't a good January, certainly offensively for him, that the efficiency wasn't there. And if you look at, I was kind of doing this yesterday, if you look at his game log from the start of January to about January 23rd, the games in that span, he didn't have one game where he shot above 45% from the field. And when you're not even getting 51 of those games, I think that kind of cold streak will hurt you, especially from the perimeter. We know what happened there over the last, ever since that point, we've seen some of those games come about for LaMelo. And so he tried to gain some of that traction back. I just think maybe a little of that was lost too much. Let's start with you, uh, Doug. Why did you, uh, are you surprised, one, and two, do you think he should have gotten in? I'm a little surprised. I'm not uh, incredibly surprised. Because remember, these are coaches uh, that are making these uh, selections. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, coaches tend to be 
cold, a little humorless. They take all of this stuff so seriously. I don't think that coaches should be trusted Way too serious. Uh, with, with something that's taken as unseriously as the players take the All-Star game. Like The All-Star game should be full of and one highlight fun players to watch, and LaMelo certainly fits that bill, but it's no surprise to me, or, or very little surprise to me, that coaches did not. But you know, to the field goal percentage thing, like Fred Van Vliet is not, right. <laughs> he's not a high right. percentage shooter. Yeah, and he's, it's probably, and I don't want to just focus on that one stat. It's just we know how cold LaMelo was offensively. Like there were just weren't, there weren't a lot of games where he was filling it up. And then when you have some of the low assist numbers and the fact that Charlotte, they did have that nice stretch where they beat Milwaukee a couple of times, but then they went on this. I think they're five and five in their last 10 right now. So going back mm -hmm. to 500, had a couple of losses here. Uh, it, it seemed like the momentum came to a pretty decent stop. And I think might that be the reason that LaMelo didn't get in. David, what do you think? Yeah, I think you have to look at the percentages when you're comparing, especially Van Vliet and LaMelo Ball, because everything else was so close. That seemed to be what people fell back on if they voted for Van Vliet over, over Ball, because why else would you do that? I mean, I mean it's not going to be more exciting. Of course, everybody likes Van Vliet. Uh, a feel-good story, right? Bet on himself. Um, he came up as leading the Raptors, but the Raptors don't have a better record than the Hornets. Uh, Van Vliet doesn't do more for the Raptors than does LaMelo for the Hornets. Uh, the Hornets offense is much better. Uh, the numbers across the board are pretty close. And I think we got to decide what are we doing? What are we trying to put on the floor for the all-star game? You want to have fun. You want to have those exciting guys out there. Why isn't that the tiebreaker? Why is the tiebreaker deep, deep shooting efficiency? Uh, you know, to justify the spots. I think the Doug's point comes down to coaching a little bit, I, I think, um, or the coach's choice a little bit. And maybe, you know, you always come down to this the first time a, a young player is really up for it. It's only his second year. They figure he'll be there for a long time. They want to reward the guy who's worked hard. So I get it. It's just like you look at that, and I think there's a lot of shock, even on the studio crew, that the Hornets got shut out when they're having such a productive and fun year and have been the talk you know, of the, right. of the league here for a little bit. Well, seventh in the East. I mean, that's the thing. Seventh oh, in the yeah. they, have yeah. the, they have the number one offense or one of the best offenses in the league, um, but one of the worst defenses. And who runs league. that offense? And and guess, <laughs> I, I would I would take a gander, or I would take a guess that, that coaches pride more defense than offense. I mean, it just feels like a very Perfect for thing. an all-star game. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It makes no right. sense that the coaches well, have so much sway in, and in so, the development of these rosters. And so let's so think you get about a middle, this. You get Middleton and Van Vliet instead of Miles Bridges and LaMelo Ball. And, and you don't think these coaches notice that, you know, LaMelo up until like this week was sitting a little bit in those fourth quarters? You know what I mean? I mean, everyone else notices it, right? Like, uh, or, or seem to be you know, uh, not getting the full-blown minutes that some people think JB should be well, giving see, them. Okay, now you brought it up, and people in the chat are all about the LaMelo Ball minutes. So <laughs> I need sure Walker's I need Walker's thoughts on this. Walker, do you think that his minutes this season, which have been lower than Van Vliet, who plays like 40-plus minutes mm -hmm. a game, and uh, Middleton, who plays significant minutes, and, and Darius Garland, who plays around 36, 37 minutes per game, do you think his minutes – uh, which have been around, you know, the 33, 34 mark this season, uh, dipped way down when he came back from COVID into the kind of 25, 27, 28 mark. Do you think that made a difference? I just, I don't think it did as much. I don't know. I mean, if the coaches, 
unless there's something going on behind the scenes where the coaches are uh, looking back and watching conspiracy? James, are they going to James Borrego and asking, why isn't he playing in the fourth Borrego being honest about his defense or shots? I, I'm not saying that that's the reason I'm saying whatever reason. You're just asking. I love this. I love this side of I, Walker. Walker, <laughs> the uh, going out on my, you're taking my territory here with these conspiracy and these shenanigans. I just can't think that the coaches are looking at the minutes and saying, that's the reason why LaMelo's not in for what it's worth. I think LaMelo should have been in the all-star game, but yeah. I just don't know if the minutes, are the reason as to why he did not get in. And if you look at the player voting results, like we can blame it on the coaches, but the players had LaMelo down a little bit too. Like Darius Garland was ahead of LaMelo when it came to the player. Well, voting that's, results. And that's where the fans need to be held accountable because the LaMelo right. is going to get the fan vote. That's where he's going to get bumped up in the starting vote, right? Because that's players, fans, and media combined, but the, but the fans get double. So mm-hmm. next year, guys, look, hey. LaMelo stands, LaMelo hive. We, that- we got to get these retweets up, way up. That's what I'm saying. Best impact, belly plays. These folks that are always in the chat complaining about minutes, I want receipts. I want you to show me how many times you voted in this All-Star game uh, because we need the we need the uh, LaMelo Hive uh, to be a little bit more active. I also want to shout out a few other people that are in the chat right now because we are live on YouTube. Got to scroll up here. Uh, let's see Ian Williams in the chat. I think he's from North Carolina. I'm trying to find these where they're shouting out. Uh, where they're from, uh, yeah. I'll get. I'll get. Get back to me. I'll, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll guys, a little bit. guys. Go I just want to throw this out there though, because All Star. You know, I love All Star Weekend and stuff. I just think that the NBA has got to figure out the packaging of this. You know, people are comparing Lamelo and Middleton, and and like I don't even think you can compare those right. two, right? Because Middleton's a forward, but but we don't even go by that anymore. I mean, they, they still kind of go by that for it when they want to, but DeRozan's a forward, or is he a guard? You know that that has an effect in the in the uh, in the starting vote. So like, the NBA has lost control of All Star Weekend and the voting process. No one even knows what's going on. And of course, when you compare Middleton and Lamelo. You know, uh, they're right there, too, with with Van Vliet. So uh, they've got to figure out how I can't believe they're having a problem packaging this thing and and getting it out there. And so that everybody's on the same page, even the presentation on TNT. I guess Van Vliet was the last guy in, but they were just kind of tossing envelopes around. I mean, I, I don't know. And yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I don't think we know the results as far as who the last guy was in, if I'm not mistaken. Because that could be key for the replacement, that. too. Sure. So when you look at the East Reserves, you have James Harden, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, Fred Van Vliet, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, Darius Garland. You guys focused on Fred Van Vliet first, and then I kind of was looking at Chris Middleton, too. Jonathan DeLong put up a piece on At the Hive comparing those two stats, just going to the basketball reference page, and they're pretty similar stats. You look at the efficiency if you want to do that. Chris Middleton not shooting all that much better, not even, you know, I guess a pretty significant 20 percentage points better from three on less volume, but more assists from LaMelo. You know, you're talking about pretty similar stats all across the board, but a little bit of a different comparison. Fred Van Vliet, you look at true shooting percentage, it's better because he's hitting more threes. Here's the thing I kind of want to get into regarding LaMelo before we move on to Miles, and this kind of attributes to him as well. When we talk about wanting the All-Star Weekend to be a fun event, let's bring the fun yes. players in, Then, and I, and I understand that. I also 
want to know what that does to the players that are legitimately very good, but just not as flashy as LaMelo. And so they can't pass it behind the back or have the instincts that LaMelo has. Part of that is what makes him great and what makes him legitimately good enough to be in the all-star game. But Fred Van Vliet is a tenacious defender. Like, and so do we reward that or or do we just say, ah, you know, let's just, it's not fun enough. So Fred Van Vliet doesn't deserve to be in. And the offensive stats are kind of similar to LaMelo. His defense is great, but LaMelo is more fun. All right, LaMelo, you're more fun. You get in. And I don't necessarily know the answer to that because there's a lot of other fun players that, you know, teeter into, are they kind of all-star? Not really. And then what kind of nod should they get? Or should they get an extra boost because they can slam the hell out of it? And yeah, well, that's the problem. Well, the problem is that the all-star game actually does have significance in like contract, you know, elevators and things like that. And yet, so so then coaches, I think, feel the need to reward players who they feel like are legitimately valuable to winning and, and maybe play both ends of the floor effectively. But the game itself doesn't doesn't lend itself to any of that. Like right. It's all about having fun. Just want to shout out a few people in the chat. Ian is from Texas. Howdy. And we've got uh, Matthew in from Charlotte. If you're international, let us know where you're from. If you're national, let us know where you're from. We want to shout it out here on the show. Thanks for joining the chat. I want to put up, I can't put any chats on the screen with this uh, new tech we got, but uh, I do want to shout out some people in the chat. And Absolutely. how many times, guys, do we hear these days, right? That, uh, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't even value all star selections. In all NBA is where I value, you know, what a player's done over the season. Like that's, we hear that more and more these days but that's not reflected in the game either like if we're already saying that you know then let's just lean a little more towards the fun guys but i think the last thing is like this is not a slap in the face to Lamelo. i don't think to your point walker like van vliet is having a heck of a year uh similar to Lamelo. i think they're both deserving uh but hornets fans are are rightly and Lamelo fans are rightly kind of like what's up dude we're talking about Lamelo the whole time the hornets have been fun the raptors have been kind of you know slinking in the background and coming on as of late but uh, it's just one of those things. We do have a replacement possibility, though. I mean, Kevin Durant's not going to play. Adam Silver names a replacement. Uh, Jared Allen may have the inside track there. Talk about going for, uh, I don't know, over whatever, over fun. If you if you put Jared Allen in there over LaMelo Ball. Forwards over fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, Rudy Gobert is clearly such an impact on the game, right? And I know our, our, uh, our boss hog, David Locke is going to say all about the uh, screen assist and maybe that deserves to get in. (laughs) Um, But when you talk about like a guy like Darius Garland, you know, having a tremendous season. Yeah. It's hard to argue anybody, Miles or LaMelo over Darius Garland when you look at his stats. And then the other thing is you look at the minutes per game. Darius is playing 34.7. LaMelo is 32.3. It's like just a couple more minutes of contest. Does he make enough plays to deserve the all-star bid even more? Like, is that the reason? I would say probably not like that's I, I just I can't look at the minutes and say that's the reason why he didn't get in. And so we'll see if LaMelo gets in via the reserve. Like I, I have to imagine LaMelo has a really good shot of being that last guy out or the I first guy out, I should say. Him and I think it's he and Allen. I think it comes yeah. into those two guys. Yeah, Jared Allen. All right, let's talk about Miles Bridges. Not before we discuss bet online. We, uh, yeah, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the playoffs and right to the Super Bowl, right to the big game in just a couple weeks, really even less than that now. 
betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football, by the way. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. We'll talk about Miles Bridges, how snubbed he was in this all-star game, coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. You are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. And Doug, don't you have an Eldon Campbell like stuffed animal type thing? Yes, I do. I got it at the last regular season home game that they had before they left for New Orleans. I, look, I love me some Eldon Campbell, but is that, is they, that the they were just they were clearing everything out of the house because it was whatever they gave to the fans that night. They didn't have to take with them to New Orleans. Get more Hornets analysis on LockedOnHornets.com. From one potential all-star snub to another, Miles Bridges also on the outside looking in. Miles Bridges had a very Devontae Graham-esque type of hype at the very beginning of the season with Charlotte, right? So Devontae Graham comes out, guns a-blazing, immediately the leader in the MIP award. And then since then, again, Darius Garland might really just take away LaMelo's all-star spot and Miles Bridges' MIP award away. But since then, Miles, you know, cooled off from three and and then came back on strong, right? Still enough to at least be in the all-star conversation. And mm-hmm. then eventually on the outside looking in. Speaking of fun, probably the best in-game dunker in the NBA is Miles Bridges. He's finishing very well at the rim. He's a go-to guy, even if he didn't play like it against the Boston Celtics. Not a great game. Still, we can take the overall body of work and talk about miles excellent season david we'll start with you you know how frustrated and surprised if you will how much of a snub do you think miles is uh, not getting in the all-star game yeah i was less surprised that miles did not get in even though you know draymond green a michigan state guy and some of the studio guys kind of called out his name as a possibility i mean that's mm-hmm. probably the middleton slot i guess if you're going by forward positions right you would see him maybe sliding in there versus uh, Chris Middleton. But yeah, I mean, I didn't expect Miles to take a serious run at it until some of those uh, fan voting and the starters voting came in and I saw how close he was to the rest of those guys. Um, But, you know, uh, it's certainly deserving. I mean, certainly could have been there as well. And when you talk about the Hornets having zero representatives in there, again, Draymond theorized that um, maybe he and LaMelo split the vote, split the Hornets vote. Could be some truth to that if they wanted yeah. to re- re- uh, reward a hornet there, but um, yeah, a little less surprise there. I mean, I can I can somewhat understand it. Uh, Middleton getting in there in the forward spot, uh, but you know, uh, it's still disappointing when, especially when you, you look that Lamelo got shut out too. Yeah, not as surprising for me either because uh, you know he was falling back in terms of the fan votes and and did did get a few nods from the players. Uh, you know, we've talked about coaches, I think, rewarding players that play both ends. Miles has certainly done that this season. Um, but, you know, they give it to Middleton and, and Butler. So, but I think Miles, yeah. again, kind of right on the fringe there. What were you going to say, David? Yeah, I mean, Butler, uh, you thought maybe just the lack of games played or the games he missed might leave the window open. But he, he's garnered so much respect now for the way he just leads that heat team and, and shows up, you know, night in night out when he is playing. Well, and I think there's part of that that goes with both LaMelo and miles in that certain players are going to get nods because they've been there and done that. I mean, sure. you know, uh, Middleton has won an NBA championship. championship. Butler yeah. has been to a finals. Well, James so, Harden is what is that guy, you know, like James Harden so look is if, an MVP. 
Yeah, exactly. So look, if if Lamelo and my and I think Lamelo and Miles think this way, like they're I think they're very like team focused. They're very mm-hmm. um, results focused. They want to get Charlotte to that level, uh, but you got to do it. And so, you know, they have to focus on doing that and so that they can get some of that respect that these other players are getting. Well, and what even if they don't get an all-star vote this year, even if they're not in the game this year, I think when you take a look at some of these stars, this is just built equity for next year. So mm-hmm. now, when even if there is some kind of down start to the season in the first half, you're going to have a built foundation that you can leap from because now you're on the radar, right? LaMelo's even more on the radar than he was last year same thing with miles big time right i mean he exploded onto the year and so now he's always going to be at least in consideration people are going to go to his basketball reference page to check out his stats when trying to figure out who to vote for and that wasn't happening last year that wasn't happening even with lamello lamello's a rookie yeah we'll, we'll check it out but he doesn't deserve to be there yet next year i think there's a very good possibility again that they both get in and they're, they're going to have that foundation that they have uh that they've built a little bit so certainly right. that will help yeah, let me shout out some of these chats before we move on. Uh, Josh says, I think part of it is name recognition from the players who have been doing it longer, yeah. regardless of who the better player is currently. Um, and then we've got Vonda in the chat saying, love LaMelo, but he has to be more consistent from game to game in scoring to become an all-star. And uh, I'll get to some more chats as we go along, but keep keep letting us know what you think about both Bridges and Lamelo getting snubbed. Do you think either will be a replacement player? I think Lamelo's got a really good shot. I think if yeah. Silver's looking at making this an exciting game, even though you think you know he might not get a lot a lot of minutes, I think he would be the leader in the clubhouse um, to get frozen out, which I think would be uh, intriguing. <laughs> I think it would be fascinating to see. Uh, yeah, the more I think about it, though, the game's in Cleveland. Jared Allen's already in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland is doing well. Again, I don't know the returns There's on your the voting. Theory. Yeah, I, I don't. We don't know. A lot of times they just fall back to uh, the next closest guy who would have been in. I, I don't know who that is at this moment. But obviously, if you're going fun, if you're going showcase, if you're going somebody you want to showcase throughout the weekend, Lamelo is in the Rising Stars. You, you put him in this game. I mean, come on, do the right thing. Uh, Ursa Kane checking in from Charlotte. What's up, Queen City? I miss it. Uh, I want to be there every day. Um, so let me, you know, let me know what it's like. Um, send me a care package from Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the the last thing I'll say, last kind of conspiracy or 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 just kind of thing that I want to throw in here for this very insig. I mean, uh, you know, I know it's significant to contracts and stuff like that, but but ultimately, I think these players have ambitions that gr- go well beyond the All Star Game selection. Uh, but I wonder if the Hornets as an organization had really focused in on one player, driving one player to the all-star game, this campaign that they ran included three players. Yeah. Uh, Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball, and Miles Bridges. Did they, I think someone uh, brought up on Twitter or on the broadcast that maybe Miles Bridges and LaMelo split some votes. Yeah, Draymond did. Draymond. So is that, what, what do you think that was a factor? Well, yeah, and and here's the thing that was kind of tricky with Charlotte. It's the fact, like, look, I'm not saying he should have gotten any consideration. I'm just saying when you talk about your core players, you have those three that they marketed, 
and you have Gordon Hayward. He's making the most amount of money. Don't get mad at me. It's just how it is. <laughs> right. And so what you're, that do- guy? what you're doing is you're trying to figure out how many players to market. So some guy doesn't feel left out. And then you're also trying to balance that with not stealing another player's votes because Terry Rozier never was even in any consideration for anybody. Like, so no. is that wasted marketing space? And then that's where it gets weird. If we're going to include Terry, do we have to include Gordon a little bit? Then I, I agree with you. Miles yeah. LaMelo, just market those two. That's who it clearly was. And this isn't just like the past where all you had to do was market Kimba Walker because that was the only dude right. getting any awards. You know, so it's right. a little bit different. Good problem to have but still a little bit different problem. I would say if he continues to not be in the All-Star game or doesn't get named as a replacement this year, I'm even more looking forward to the Rising Stars Challenge game because I I really hope LaMelo is going to pull out all the stops and just go crazy with some of the passes and shots. Shaq challenged him to pull up from literally uh, the logo <laughs> midcourt and hit a shot. He says he's going to do that right off the bat. So I, I look forward I wanna to that. See, I yeah. want to see Melo versus Edwards. You know I mean? I feel well, like Hey, how about Melo with Edwards? Oh, oh, are they going to play on the same team? Nice. Well, I still well, want to see. Could. Well, I still want to see. Even if they're on the same team, I'd like. I'd like one to abandon their team and go one on one with the other. See them go at it against one another. Um, all right. Should we get into the Miles Bridges comment here? Do you want to go to the third segment and include that with your shoe game purchase, Doug? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's let's take it into the next segment. I think it's okay. a great tea. So Miles Bridges, some interesting comments on another podcast talking yep. to Rod Boone. Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a moment. It's the new year. So that means New Year's resolutions. Hopefully you're still sticking to them in February. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, then Built Bar is something that can help you. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, probably even better than a candy bar. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They've got so many different good flavors, some staples, some limited time additions that they're putting out there constantly. 130 calories on average, low in sugar, low in carbs, but high in protein and high in fiber. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com also want to discuss this for listeners who served in or worked for the united states marine corps or have family or friends who might have i wanted to notify you of an available resource from 1953 to 1987 personnel assigned to marine corps base camp lejeune were potentially exposed to contaminated drinking water the marine corps has since partnered with health agencies to conduct scientific studies to assess impacts from these potential exposures and they are working to keep those marines their families and civilian employees informed with updates and resources available to them if you or someone you know may have been at camp lejeune during those years please consider registering with the camp lejeune historic drinking water notification database you can learn more and register at www.marines.mil/clwater that's www.marines.mil/clwater what did miles bridges say about his time with the charlotte hornets we'll talk about it next on the lockdown hornets podcast this is locked on hornets then I clicked on M. Thomas. I'm like, who in the hell is M. Thomas? Matt Thomas is oh, his name. Oh, NBA legend, Matty Thomas. <laughs> he, he, Matt he Thomas. Didn't play at all. I'm pretty sure Matt Thomas <laughs> served me in an Applebee's the other day. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Something I saw the Boston Celtics do that I want to tackle here on the Locked on Hornets podcast. Okay. Is name a 75th anniversary team. So I think they had 15 or 16 players and I would love to do that. And Doug, you know, we love us some rank radio, baby. Like that's right Mm -hmm. in our wheelhouse. I feel like that is a project that 
should be something we can all tackle. And David, I think you would love it too. Like you just get to live in Hornets nostalgia. You can put whoever you want in there. Maybe we do that next Friday for all-star weekend. I don't know, but I would love to do that. And when I was thinking just kind of spitballing current Hornets, that would be on the list. You obviously start with the LaMelo, even if it's his second year, you, you do, are you doing the Shaq 50 greatest players type thing where you just know he's going to be there? Or are you trying to stay true to the book and say, nope, we're going based off what they've done to this day. Miles Bridges is interesting because here he is in his fourth year and you expect him to stay longer, but there's actually a legitimate possibility he leaves. You know, like Hornets have the inside track to keep him. It's restricted free agency. Charlotte gets the chance to offer whatever contract is given to him. So yeah, the Hornets most likely going to keep him. But it, it, there's a possibility. There is a door that could be opened if he wanted to leave and if Charlotte wanted him to leave. Um, you know, he doesn't want to, though, apparently. And that would be great <laughs> because Miles has been excellent. There's a reason we're talking about him being an all-star consideration. Doug, I know you have the quote. You saw the comment. What did he say about his time here with Charlotte and how long he wants it to progress? All right, so he went on Rod Boone's podcast. Uh, definitely worth a listen. Rod does a great job with the uh, QC Hornets Nest podcast. Um, go check that out. But uh, on the podcast, uh, he said essentially that he he wants to have a similar path that Kobe Bryant had, that Dirk Nowitzki had, like a.k.a. It. staying with one franchise. Now, we know that Miles Bridges is due for a big payday, most likely a max payday. And so the question is, if, if, if he does want to re-sign with the Hornets, that's great. Do the Hornets offer him uh, that max payday? Yes. What do you I, think? So I, yes. What do you say, Dave? Yeah, I do, <laughs> yes. I do too. No, I, 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 think they, I think they do. And I, I saw the reports about Detroit. How, or, or not that's over. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, but just well, the, and I, I guess it wasn't report, but like it was just this. Uh, who, who was it? That, I think it, it was, was the F. Yeah. Yeah. John Hollinger yeah. put out there that it might make sense that Detroit goes after Miles Bridges this offseason and right. offers and it would. 23 to 25 million. It's like, okay, 23 to 25 million. Charlotte will offer that. I mean, it, it that that's if you get up to 27, then that's where you start to sweat it a little bit. But 23 to 25 is the number I think I saw what Hollinger posed out there. It's like you absolutely offer 23 mm -hmm. to 25 million to, to Miles Bridges. So that's that's not what I'm worried about. It's when you start to creep up. Is there a team desperate enough to say, all right, we have nothing working for us. You know, we've got Cade Cunningham on a rookie contract for a little while. We've got control over that. You know, that's where Detroit scares me. It's like, all right, here's, here's 30 miles. You want to take it? Yeah. You know, like get close to that. That's where you start to sweat it. But you know, 23 to 25, we'll offer that all day. I'm surprised we're still doing this thing where it's like this player's from here, therefore there's automatically a connection. <laughs> like, we'll always I feel do like that. we'll always do that. I, thing. I feel like that's over, right? I mean, is KD when is, is he going to land in DC? You know, this time around, I feel oh, like yeah. LeBron the, really made that popular. It's the easiest. It doesn't the easiest happen. Possible thing to do. Right, right. It's and already. we're going to start hearing it with Lamelo and the Lakers probably very soon. Um, but no, yeah, I think uh, the Hornets have the inside trap because of the they can match it, but they also have Lamelo. Right. You know, exactly. I think that is the big key here. Uh, those two have developed such a relationship and we've talked about that, that I think, uh, I think they've already talked about it guys. I think where this is where this miles bridges thing is coming from. He's not going to go out there if he doesn't think Lamelo is going to be here, you know, along for the ride too. So great to see, uh, you like to hear that Doug, does it make you, you know, does it make you feel any better though? Well, it makes me feel better if they can bring in a second star, because I really oh, feel like miles bridges is a third piece of a big three. 
you know, and, and LaMelo is your number one, can you bring in a number two? And you're hoping LaMelo is the number one. You're hoping, you're hoping that he grows into that sort of number one role and then you can bring in a second star and build around LaMelo, X player, and Miles Bridges. Because, I, I mean, I think Miles has a little bit more room to grow, but, I mean, I think we are generally seeing what you're going to get out of Miles Bridges consistently year in and year out, and that wasn't enough this season to to even crack the All Star Reserves team. Yeah, you look so, at his you look at his stat line. It, it's all about the shooting for him because mm-hmm. he's getting to the rim at, at at a great pace. He's shooting over nine attempts in two point range, and he's shooting the same percentage that he did last year on lower attempts. So it's not about what he's doing once he gets there. Free throw percentage right. is down a little bit, but he's taking a lot more attempts. He's taking yeah. about four. And we've yeah, seen yeah. him just be a linebacker going to the goal in the last month of the season. It's all about him and that shooting percentage from deep dipping down all the way to 31. Like that's what scares you. It's that it was an outlier for him in his third year. You, yeah. you know, just compared to what we had seen that at that point, it was 40 and he was shooting on high volume. He was shooting different types, not just spot ups, but now on higher volume, it's all the way down to 31 and it hasn't been able to get back up. You know, can you get to the average 36 that people try to look for? And if you get to that, then I, I think he gets in the all-star game, but that's his percentage. Like that, that's, if you get five extra percentage points uh, from deep, I mean, you don't stop that guy. Like, well, that, I mean, but you know next. why? Because his numbers look more gaudy. And because I think if, if, you know, there's, there's all these lingering questions right now. We talked about the Hornets being in this endless middle, you know, sitting in the seventh slot in the East. But they're seventh, but, but they're not back by a mile. I mean, it's three or four games. Yeah. And I think if LaMelo had been shooting more consistently from deep and Bridges had been shooting yeah. more consistently from deep, the Hornets probably have five or six more wins. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's just a, that's a fact. The problem and, is they're not that far up either, right? I mean, that's right. what's worrying you. But well, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we talk about this game being important tonight in, against Cleveland. This, this four-game homestand is critical. These two games that they have back-to-back are even more critical on top of being critical because the Atlanta Hawks and the Toronto Raptors are hunting right now. They are, yeah. they are coming not only for the seventh seed, they, they want to get into this playoff chase. Yeah. Uh, so the Hornets got to get a win tonight. So annoying, guys. Really, take it. I mean, honestly, it's Go just home, insane. Toronto. You think about what the Hornets have been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting to get to over these last yeah. couple of years. You know, rebuilding and, and building back up. I mean, this is it, and it feels like they should be like fourth or fifth, and they just can't get over to your point, Doug, into the into the bottom of the top. But but yeah, I mean, I think they've been doing some the right things. Is this the most important stretch of the season coming up? I mean, it certainly yeah, feels it like is. it to this point. It is. I mean, you've got you've got Cleveland best point differential ahead of you in the standings. You got them at home tonight. Second night of a back to back against Miami. I don't know what their availability is going to be. I don't know what guys is, that are going to miss that game or whatever. Miami's still a really good team. And then you have Toronto on Monday. You actually have Toronto not too far after that as well. So that's going to mm. be three times in about a month's worth span. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be the tell you the only break you get is Detroit in this like six game stretch yeah. you're looking at. So it's going to be really tough. One other thing I wanted to talk about before we get to your shoe game purchase, Doug, with with Miles, you, you brought up the big game fishing, right? That's what you want to do with the Hornets to swing for the fences and go get the second star. Have Miles mm-hmm. Bridges be the third. You know, mm-hmm. I do think that the Hornets could kind of be set up for that because you have a lot of money allocated to Gordon Hayward. And, you know, if you want a second star, then you're going to have to get off of Terry's contract. 
You know, you just Correct. can't. You, you got to trade Terry in that in that type of deal, and you have because to trade because Duncan. let's 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 make this clear: the Hornets can re-sign Miles to whatever they want because of of bird rights, so they can go into the tax. But then to find that second player, if, if unless they view Miles as a second player, I don't. But if they do, but in order to find that second or third player, yes, you've got to. You're going to have to do some maneuvering because you can't go further into the tax to bring in that new player. Yeah, so it, it's interesting to see. Like, I, I do wonder if that's something that Charlotte is is going to explore. So, okay, what is a star? Like, is that a conversation we can realistically have? Because I, I think we're kind of teetering on it. What I, I, should they bring in a star? Or? Well, no, just just the kind of possibility. <laughs> the answer is yes. I, I say well, yes. Well, yeah, like the co- <laughs> I vote yes. Well, yeah, because that's the possibility of it. Like the oh, realistic, yeah. the realistic possibility that you know what, if if Charlotte really wanted to try to go after this thing, you do have money that can match up. Teams might find Terry and Gordon's contract a little bit better because it's going to be coming off of the books in a couple of years. I think Terry has i think well terry just signed the extension so maybe not mm-hmm. you know what it'll be interesting to see how they value those types of players but yeah like it, it's it's not crazy to talk and then, timothy that sort of timothy thing. in the chat has a great question would you trade miles bridges for a more go. clear-cut number two so we're talking maybe sign and trade max uh, yeah send him to detroit or send him to some other place not to detroit no, thank you. Well, whatever. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, but sure. you give you 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 say, Miles, thanks for all of your contributions. We're gonna get you paid, and then we bring in some other star. It's gotta be a guarantee. I mean, you do anything you can to take a step forward, right? And you have to know exactly what you're getting. So that guy yeah, has to answer, be an all-star. Yeah, and the, the answer, answer is yes. yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. Like yeah. Miles is Miles is a fringe all-star player. If you have a chance to turn that opportunity into a bona fide all-star, all-star level player then yes and you have yep. to guys because doug as you've been saying tick 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 you're working on the lamella right. rookie contract okay right. and, and with this every is all passing about day this is not about miles this isn't the, about terry yeah. this isn't this, about gordon when it all comes to brass tax which i i learned is not brass taxes but right. is actually brass tax like, like t-a-c-k-s how insane is that? I've been living my entire life thinking it's brass taxes, like the taxes that you pay every April. Not the case. It's tax. Anyway, um, when you get down to brass tax, mm-hmm. it's all about LaMelo. Yeah, those contracts I was talking about, too. Like, Terry, that that's the tough one. You know, it, it, you forget about the extension. That goes all the way to 2026. And so Gordon is the one <laughs> that, you know, has two more years left after this season. So, Terry, you have to really value him if you want to uh, – if you want to bring him in and then send a star player yeah. out to the Charlotte Hornets. Good news is Terry's good. He's very good. You know, like it's not sunk money there on the bench, but yeah, to your point, if they're going to take a step and that's really, it comes down to, they have to take a swing. They have to start looking. I, I know there's a, a lot of thought out there that you don't want to kind of mess up what you have right now. But it, even if you think that the LaMelo side to this, you are in such a advantage, you know, an advantageous position with his rookie contract and what he's doing for you. You almost have to take advantage of it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Doug took advantage of something regarding yeah. LaMelo. He actually got some shoes. He got the Pumas. Uh, and they're coming. They're coming tomorrow. I wish they I should have gotten uh, the shipping. I should have gotten the one day shipping. Dude. Sorry, everyone. I'll put <laughs> pictures. On, follow me on Twitter at Doug Branson LOH. I'll put pictures of them when they get here. But yeah, I had to get the Buzz City ones, man. I, yeah, they look good. I love anything. Like I'm not a big shoe guy. This will be my first shoe purchase. And probably this is going to probably make David Walker faint. This is going to be my first sneaker purchase in almost like four years. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's yeah okay wow i wish i had that i wish i could hold out that long um, see i go to i go to nike and then i just go to the clearance section what are the big shoes you got? i'll just that that's what i'll do and then i'll just i'll score a big deal it'll be great that's a great, great move but doug walk us through this because you missed because i was texting you i i had yeah. top of mind your uh your needs that morning right so i was trying to make sure you were uh, logged on on the right website but you missed it on puma so you were really you were really my my guide my sage uh, i was your you shoe were, sherpa you, you were my shoe <laughs> <laughs> you were my Trademark shoe that. sherpa that's right taking me to the top of the mountain to see uh the wise sage um yes and I did. I logged on to. So I thought I was on Puma's website. I went back and checked. Oh, yeah. I was actually on Foot Locker. Uh, Foot Locker sold out pretty quickly. Uh, I, you got me to the Horrible Puma website. site, but I had already gone to Champs. Uh, but I got my size. Good. I got. Uh, I took free shipping though. That's why I can't show you them right now. Um, I wasn't eager enough to get them in my hands today. But they are. But they are due to be delivered tomorrow. It was a clean experience. I'll tell you, I mean, they didn't sign out. They didn't uh, sell out immediately. I mean, I think it goes back to this weird thing where, like, I think we all maybe overestimated um, the size of LaMelo's fan base. It's growing, and I think it's going to be explosive at some point, um, but it's just not there immediately. Are we worried there may be some artificial fans, if you know what I mean, some some bot some, followers some bots. <laughs> jam will are you we're gonna make jam <laughs> will and best impact not and in the chat of course no belly never, plays never. we're gonna make you take one of those bot tests uh that we all have to take when we log how in how many we're signs you, are in this right picture. right yeah how many yeah how many yeah how many signs or tractors how many tractors are in this picture <laughs> oh and then give the, me mountains and, and hills and barely jam will. And barely the tractor wheel goes into one other picture and you don't know whether you want to click on it that's the right. kind of anxiety i want those people to feel just to find out the mellow ball fandom yeah that's the only way you can stay in this how chat is that if you not, prove you're not a robot how are those captures not on the uh the nba all-star voting site or i don't can i don't think imagine? i had to go through those <laughs> i'm just kidding imagine? i'm kidding best impact and jam will and belly plays i, I love you guys in the chat i don't know if the chat you? loves you guys being in the chat there's some, there's some contentious things happening in the chat right now but i love the back and forth, and I love all the questions that uh, we've gotten from the chat today. That's what makes these lives fun. So keep coming back. Yeah, I mean, I can't see it this with this new technology. I, can't I know see we'll it. get it figured out. Well, no, it's it's honestly it might be better because I get so distracted. I just mm -hmm. continued to look at the chat the entire time and watch comment after comment come in, and then I forget what we're talking about. So it might help me actually stay true to the game a little more. Yeah, bear bear with us. It. We're gonna because we we've we've heard some things about the the audio from we were using another service, and so I, I'm I'm gonna try to try to get this thing um, moving in the right direction so that the audio quality, the video quality is all maxed out. Doug, will the Lamelo yep. balls? be shoes will they be in your suitcase or will you wear them on the plane when you go to la oh my god this is a i'm, I'm still debating it i'm mm. still debating it because i yeah i'm so i'm going out to la for a week i'll be working i, I mean i if they go they might get a lot of wear and tear that's the thing i might want to just let them hang hang back at the house so that you know i don't wear them out I think on Radio Row, uh, that's your best yeah. shot. You're going to be looking Ooh. for big names. You're going to be looking for people to come over and get on air. They're going to see those Lamelo balls I and mean, you guys are, uh, come you guys on. See this guy. You guys buy my shoe Sherpas. I like that. No, I, I, I like that, that move too. And the thing is, what you can do is you can change into a different pair of shoes. Just bring some old raggedy pair yes. once you once you want to go outside. Leave Radio Row. 
And even if it's just the one time, even if it's just every time you go on Radio Row, mm -hmm. just change into something else if you don't want to wear them out. I think that's the move. You got to take them on Radio Row. I guarantee somebody is going to it's going to catch somebody's eye. Well, that's what I want. You know, I mean, we're going to be around all of these NFL players, mm -hmm. NFL legends, maybe a few celebrities, maybe Carrot Tops there. I just want to ask random people what they think about LaMelo Ball. See if I can get it on tape. LaVar yeah, might be there. If LaVar's there, instant. I mean, come on. That's Maybe I'll, I'll try to confirm some of these conspiracy theories that are being thrown out in the chat about how, you know, Mello is unsatisfied and he's leaving and all this stuff. I'll try to get the, I'll try to scoop it if I can get LeVar. Yeah. Yeah. We've got somebody out in the field on the site in the Mellows. Doug, we appreciate your service. Thanks for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Make sure you check us out on Monday. We'll recap what's an important weekend back to back Cleveland and Miami. Friday night tonight and then Saturday night. So again, we'll talk about all of that on Monday. Now make your second list in Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thanks to David for joining us this fr a fun Friday. Thanks to Doug for wearing the lamellos out to Radio Row. And thanks to you for joining us in the chat. <laughs> we'll see you again on Monday. 